Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Lockdown Sessions. You may have guessed, but as today is May the 4th, we are covering Star Trek. Uh, no, sorry, I mean Star Wars. Star Wars, that's the one. Um, as ever, I'm joined by my excellent colleagues um, who need no introduction, but I will give them one anyway. Uh, Conan Orcott and Luke Chanley. Boys, how are you doing? Good, I'm good. I'm alive. I'm, uh, I also forgot this was not just being recorded on video, so I nod it uh, when you said my name, but thank you very much. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm doing all right. The last time I hosted, it wasn't over um, this, so I yeah. could kind of gesture a little bit easier, and I realised after I said, boys, how are you, and didn't actually <laughs> tell which one of you I was going to go to. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Connor's fine. Luke, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, mate. Yeah good uh i think last week was a weird week i think it was like the i feel like a lot of people it suddenly dawned on them that like they were in lockdown yeah. and, you, do you know what i mean like in a sense where like it felt not that any of this has been a novelty because it's been like absolutely dread like dreadful mm -hmm. but the novelty of a lockdown was obviously like a little bit weird and mad and like unusual I feel like that has very much worn off on a lot of people over the last like 10 days. For sure. Um, yeah. So last week was difficult. Uh, I started like a semi new job um, and that was hard doing it remotely. But now I feel like this week is, is already, this, this 12 hours of this week is already better than the whole of last week. So oh, I'm all right. To that. Cheers to How that. are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. I am, um, I'm trying to get a job while I'm back at, um, at my parents in Shropshire and you know, I went to the, I went to this this butcher job, and they told me that I, I like it was like nailed on. You can have it. Get some references, and we'll you'll work next week. Turns out that the agency that told me I could work didn't actually work liaising correctly with the actual company, and they don't actually have any work. So I threw all my eggs in one basket, uh -huh. uh, as it were, and turns out I don't have a job right now. Well, I technically do, but you know I'm, I don't. Uh, I need some money. Do you know what I mean? I'm racking my brain for things I can do and uh, you know unfortunately I don't have tits um, <laughs> well I kind of do actually but you know I'm not sure I'm not sure people are paid for I'm not sure people are paid for I'm not sure of the um, that the need or want for like an OnlyFans for lads either you know like so no, you I try mean, it I, I mean maybe like someone out there just really likes male hairy feet yeah like, Surely there's someone out there that wants to give me like five pounds per pick. I'm I'm getting if, if there's anyone listening that That's, wants. I, I mean I don't know, but that seems quite cheap. cheap. I'm gonna say I think I think you're underselling yourself there, Paul. You are. I, I, Honestly, I, 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 I haven't seen your would, feet though, so I have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like them. Um, but, you just gotta love yourself, you know, man. You gotta love yourself. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Well, they, you know, they they are attached to me at all times, so I kind of have to like. Them, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, anyway, absolutely. moving away from that, uh, sometimes, well, not sometimes, most of the time, actually, we like to start with an opening question. And as it May the Fourth, Star Wars Day, and all that jazz, um, it's going to be a Star Wars related question, but a nice fun one for you boys. Um, and the question is, if you had to go on a two-day space trip, road trip slash uh, adventure, and you could only go with one Star Wars character, who would it be and why? Connor, I'm going to go to you first. <laughs> who, Thank you. who would it be and why? Um, the right answer for this, there is only one. Well, actually, no, there's a lot of funny answers I can imagine you could give, but I don't really know that many people from, from this particular franchise um it has to be obi-wan has to be ewan mcgregor he did a whole tv show about it where he tripped across every country in in wherever in the world i know but it's ewan mcgregor as obi-wan kenobi what not ewan mcgregor as ewan mcgregor <laughs> true but i feel like i could make him break character and if not he's i know he's ewan mcgregor so i, I i'm okay with it if it's a okay. one-sided relationship i'm okay with it okay uh, Luke, how about you? I am glad you picked me before you picked yourself because I think <laughs> I'm going to go with the, maybe the only right answer that there is. Surely you have okay. answer just Han Solo. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. 
Like I, and also I before when you were talking about the question, I thought maybe the question was to which two people, um, which would have made. I mean, to be fair, I would have just chose Chewy, but um, oh, yeah. yeah, my my answer is Han, Han Solo. That's a good choice. Oh wow! Okay, well, I'm at, yeah, I'm just gonna pick one person, and I think because I feel like we'd have a good time and it'd be a laugh, and that's what you want. It's I don't think it's about how big the character is, it's about how interesting and funny they are okay so, i i think i'd have like a hell of a time with poe dameron because it's oscar isaac as well you can't have you can't have you mcgregor because it's not to you mcgregor However, <laughs> <laughs> hey but he's oscar he isaac oscar though isaac. So. but he is oscar isaac but even like poe dameron is cool as fucking oscar he's isaac. a cool guy he's a cool so, guy. you know i feel like we'd have a whale of a time like there'd be no falling out he'd just be you know, pretty slick. Mm. I was trying to think of like one of the attractive people from like ladies from Star Wars, and nothing sprung to mind. Nah, let's just Pad- stay with Padme. Would be good. Padme would be good. Just, uh, just she seems sound as well. Like she's got no. Cra- I don't know. Like, to me, she's got no crack. But you know, yeah, she's very serious. No, she ate that apple one time that he cut up and floated towards her. Oh, uh, they rolled around. They rolled around in the grass together. That was that was. We did. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. Nice I I had oh. a secondary opening question. So a second okay, question, yeah. really <laughs> quick though. It, it is about Star Wars, and it may just end up being the same answers that we've just given. But if okay. you had to, if you had to have a Zoom call with one of the star, any Star Wars character, who would you have it with? And maybe my answer would just be the same. So I probably shouldn't have even raised this. What would yours be? Um, young. Young Lando would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, because that's a good idea. because he's because he's because he's Charles Gambino, and I really like his music. <laughs> no one's interested in the characters that this is all of. No, I mean he's a cool guy. I think uh, he, he he plays dice sometimes, or cards sometimes, or whatever the game he is. Does. Sometimes he does. And... I've got to be honest. I would pick Chewbacca because I sometimes you know Zoom calls get a little bit boring I, i'd <laughs> rather be in someone's company than just talking through you know a camera for oh like yeah an hour so at least if it was chewbacca i'd have a laugh because he would just be making <laughs> yeah if you could understand him it would be good it would be good though i've got yeah maybe i'll maybe in that hour i'd learn to understand him <laughs> like how han solo does yeah yeah i am um, i'm gonna choose actually kylo ren just because uh, for no particular reason but like he's evil but also like a bit conflicted and just think it'd be interesting, wouldn't you it? And also, and talk him round. Yeah, I probably would, and I probably wouldn't succeed. But I feel like if you, even if it was to go badly, like you could just cut it off quite quickly, couldn't you? Because like, don't want to be around a bad guy yeah. too long. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was just my secondary question. I thought, well, I was on the wee before. Oh, that's one. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, there is a little bit of news actually, um, so okay, yeah. we can touch on some of that. Um, First of all, I don't know if you lads have heard, but the Russo brothers are set to produce a live-action Hercules for Disney. Um, what are we thinking about that? Are there, you know, shall, uh, too many remakes? Yeah. That's my opinion anyway. What, what, do, what do you guys think? I mean, I guess it could be exciting, but, you know. I, um, it's what, it's one on, of my all-time favourite movies as like as a kid it was it was one of the, the main disney ones that i grew up with and i just don't want it to be bad you know like i i, I didn't watch the remake of um the lion king john favreau's the lion king because I, I liked it but I, I, some people did like it but i just the first one's just so perfect that you don't need to do it again and i think hercules is uh, you know in a similar vein Maybe less critically and, and commercially loved, but for me anyway, I think it's perfect. It's nigh on perfect. Luke, what do you think? Um, I um, I can't believe I didn't think that this would get done already. Like I was surprised when I saw it, even though they've been doing this remake thing for like five, six years now. Um, I don't know. I think I saw someone say that it really lands. It really rests on um, the characters. I can't remember. Like they're not. Oh, well, the fates. Yeah, the fates yeah. really, really, yeah. really rests on them. Um, yeah. I think it'd be cool though if we got like a um, Chris Hemsworth Hercules though. That'd be cool. I don't Hercules know, I just, and like, Thor are, are are more or less the same dude, except mm, I think yeah, I yeah, exactly. Hercules. Um, yeah, um, it would, yeah, yeah. It probably will be. It's going to have to be someone 
Yeah, but they're gonna have to do the whole Captain America thing where it's like they are initially uh you know, like digitally de hands. Yeah and then skinny and then obviously then they bulk up as yeah. as he does in the in, in the film. It would okay, let's cast yeah. him. Who do you think would be a good Hercules? Well I think Yeah, Luke, I think you've nailed it on the head. That would be perfect. Um yeah. The Rock has already played a version of Hercules. That film, bro, in, let's not talk I'm about not, it. I've not I've not seen it. I will watch it. But, let's uh, never watch it. No, we could, <laughs> if you want. But please, now. Just <laughs> <laughs> anyone that has big arms, um, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, not you, Connor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like they'd like. I don't know Chris Pratt for some reason because everyone seems to love him at the minute. Yeah. I don't think he'd be. I don't. I would. I think you know what? I think look, you've nailed it in one there. That's the, that's the shite. Yeah, that's good. At Disney, pay him, pay him some money for that, please. Yeah. Also, can I tell you something about someone who should pay me money? One, yes. and this yeah. has got nothing to do with films, but it has got to do with adverts. Okay. On Christmas, before the Vardy salted flavored crisps had come out, um, in association with Jamie Vardy, I was in a pub on Boxing Day, and me and my friends came up with were, were making up fake crisp names, Love and that. we we came up with Vardy salted, and then mysteriously. Two months later, body salted became a thing. Now, either someone snided us off in the pub and yeah. sold us to Mr. Walker, or it's a coincidence. It's probably a coincidence, but there we are. I think where there's blame, there's a claim. Um, <laughs> I've, not heard of, I've never heard of body salted. Haven't you? Yeah, they made like a, they made like new crisp flavors. So, do you not remember? Um, this is probably definitely not something for a film podcast, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Do you not remember um, Smokey, Smokey Beckham, Cheese and Owen? Cheese and Owen! I honestly think you guys might yeah. not have been alive. We may, literally may not have been alive when this happened, so oh, I'm like, I can't no. even laugh. That's so um, yeah, and there was a, oh, uh, Salt and Lineker, you know that, right? No, I don't. Is that how oh, Gary Lineker like, got involved in the in no. the no. Um, no, I don't know how we did get involved, but no, this is has been chatting crisps for years. I love yeah. this. This is great. We should do a crisp podcast instead of films. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do a crisp. <laughs> as a, as a slight tangent, but is in association with what I just said. Halfway through that story, I was like, "Why the fuck have I got into this?" Because this is a film podcast, not a crisp <laughs> podcast. But it's all right. It's you know, all right. Ever... don't you worry about it. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on from crisps. <laughs> um, We've all been watching The Last Dance on Netflix. Uh, I know we have because we've been talking about it. Yep. Um, they have released the title for Space Jam 2. And obviously Michael Jordan was in the first one. Mm-hmm. And now it is LeBron James. And the title is Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, the title's fine, but are we excited to see Space Jam again? I have never actually watched it, but... My oh. my girlfriend gives me so much shit because I wear I've got these pair of shorts and Liam you've definitely saw them they're a pair of Nike shorts and they go past my knees because I'm not tall mm. and she every time I wear them she says Space Jam and hey. I, I'm sick of it but I want to watch the the film now because I've I've been consuming all the basketball related content. It's on Netflix at the minute. Is it? Well, yeah, it might be added to my watch list because. That documentary, the the Michael Jordan one's so good. And I just mm. want more of him in my life. Oh, there's new episodes today, isn't there? Yep. Oh, bing a bang a boom in. Yep, yep, yep. Luke, what do you think about uh, the Space Jam sequel? Excited? Uh, yeah, good times. Have you watched the original? <laughs> no, yeah, the... I've watched the original. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love the original in the way that we spoke about before, how we are scared about revisiting things in case it ruins them because of childhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I love it a bit more than that, but I'm also like a bit... Semi-skeptical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, But um, you know I, what? Yeah, it's, I've not seen it for years. It's fine. I, yeah, it's, I'll watch it. It's great, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Final piece of news now, and this is kind of quite interesting. Um. This actually came out about a week ago because we haven't uh, po- we haven't podded for how many days now? Maybe nine days. I think it might have came I out think so, like yeah. a day a day or two after we uh, released our last podcast. Anyway, um, there is a big row between Universal and AMC and AMC who own Odeon. Um, so Universal um, 
released Trolls World Tour out on uh, the streaming services, and it's done quite well. I think they've made about a hundred million uh, worldwide just from Holy streaming. Um, so they have come out and said that um, they might do dual releases in the future, as in release in the cinema and online simultaneously. Um, AMC immediately turned around and said, didn't even, I, I'm not even sure if there was like a back and forth with this. They just kind of went, well, if you're going to do that, we are never showing any of your films ever again. Yeah. Um, and they just put a, a straight ban on all Universal films. Um, which subsequently means that uh, Odeon, which we all have in the UK, um, one of the is the biggest cinema chain in Europe. Uh, they will also be banning Universal films, and obviously recently we've had uh, The Invisible Man. That's Universal. They own mm-hmm. the rights to Jurassic Park, um, the Fast and Furious films, um, amongst others. I think they might even have. Uh, they I think they might co-produce. Uh, James Bond as well with MGM. Wow. So they have their fingers in a lot of uh, a lot of wealthy pies. Okay, that yeah, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, which begs the question: um, Do we think that this is like a power move from AMC, so Universal backtrack? Or do you think this is something that went in as open will stick? Uh, Connor, what do you think first, man? Uh, this is. I'm trying to not put it in an incredibly crude way, but this is like, um, this is this is a, a big power play, we'll put it that way. Um, and I think it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, obviously I'm not privy to what happened at the table at the conversation, if there even were, it was a conversation between the two parties involved here, but surely both sides lose out massively here. It seems like cutting off your nose to spite your face. And yeah, I can see... I can see it being reneged on pretty soon. I think Luke, you said something like that on Twitter recently. Yeah, it'll. Um, I think it'll. It's a. It is a power play, but also, yeah. I think it's a pretty strong power play. I reckon because studios, every studio, really, is going to, and has been struggling against um, Disney for. I mean, they've been struggling against Disney until COVID. And yeah. now, the, and the, and now, arguably, the only studio with the ability to just take in any um, reduction in budgets or reduction oh, yeah. in funds is Disney. So they've yeah. got. I mean, you know, they, they they'll have funds going back of billions and billions and billions of pounds. They they and and Universal haven't. So I think by AMC, it's pretty. I think it's a pretty smart move because they're essentially saying you're already vying for similar space with Disney. Yeah we'll just fuck you off yeah, and you kind of can't do anything about it because you've yeah. got to go, oh, well, we're not going to do that now because yeah. you're already losing ground to the biggest player in the market and that biggest player in the market are the only ones probably well-equipped to come out of this having... Relatively unscathed. Yeah, yeah relatively unscathed mm-hmm. or even to a point where they, having remade old films, are in a position and done well of it, are in a position to just soak that back up by just even just re-releasing some of their old shit but yeah. good shit but old shit so I think it's a pretty strong move really like uh, I also just kind of think like, Universal needs to fuck off with that it's not sound at all it's not good it's, no. you yeah. know um, interestingly as well um, Cineworld have come out and said that they will do the same um, if it comes to it wow. so there are cinema chains backing each other here yeah, so it's not good. like AMC are being the the kind of irrational ones. I think there are cinema chains that are saying, you know, well, this is kind of bang out of order by Universal to even suggest this. Um, it is weird though um, that Universal would suggest it. Um, but then again, I, I, I don't know. Just because that you have a successful period releasing films where, um, on streaming when there is no other way to see a film, exactly. doesn't mean that when cinemas are open, like that's going to happen. It seems well. like too small of a sample size to make a decision as big as that. Exactly. You know? Trolls World Tours making you make big decisions like that. <laughs> Get over the universe. Get over. I think um I think it's really weird the way because like I mean they made a hunt they might have made a hundred million, but that there's no way that film cost less than a hundred million to make. And yeah, okay, maybe they haven't got so much associated marketing costs, but there's just no way that happened to me. I, I also think this you you kind of 
I've said it's bullshit, but you kind of can't be that reminded about it because things change and like industries change. If they, if it was going to be more of a point where they were thinking, they don't make that many kids' films anyway. What we might do is, like Netflix, release them in the cinema for a month and then just put them straight to streaming because uh, it's a kids' film and you know I, I don't know is it different and maybe not. Universal do make a lot of kids' films. They own Illumination, which is behind Despicable Me. Oh yeah, that. of course, yeah. Turns, out, turns over billions. That's a, like a billion yeah, dollar franchise. Yeah, they they so, have got and obviously Odeon do rely on kids' films because that yeah. is where they make bulk of their money. Um, yeah. the first the first half of like the weekend day. Is uh, you know obviously I work at OG now, so I would know, I guess. Um, <laughs> but um, I think it would royally, uh, I, it would royally fuck um, Odeon over, though it really would. Um, I think, like my colleagues were saying in in our work chat, how it would seriously affect us if this happened um, in terms of like hours available, yeah. the films we, how many films we show. The money we make then affects everything, man. So I just think it won't stick. I'm not too worried about it. But it, yeah. it's a big, it's a big story either way. Um, but yeah, does anyone else have anything to add? No, no, nothing I think productive. We, I think we should probably move on to Star Wars chat. Let's uh, move on to Star Wars chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I think we've all been massive Star Wars fans at uh, one point in our lives. Yeah. Um, but it's safe to say that right now. We're not. I know certainly I'm not. I know Connor isn't. I don't know about you, Luke. Um, uh, but but it's fine. we're not all massive. You are still a massive Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. But I, all I was going to say is democracy, isn't it? Two against one. So that would say most of us <laughs> are not. <laughs> so, <Fair enough. laughs> yeah, yeah. I am a big Star Wars fan, but I mean, there's bigger out yeah. there. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm a bigger, I'm like, I'm not a Star Wars fanboy in the same way that I would be. I am like an MCU fanboy. I'd light that torch and run with it all day. <laughs> um, but we are, so we might not be big Star Wars fans, but we are huge film fans either way. And that counts for a lot. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Star, I know there are some TV shows in Mandalorian now and Clone Wars, but predominantly it started with films and the, Skywalker, the Skywalker saga has ended with a film. Yep. Um, nine films spanning... 40 odd years it's a pretty big deal um and it is star wars day today which is a big deal for a lot of people may the fourth be with you may a little the fourth fun be there. With you. <laughs> so <laughs> i just have some simple kind of like jotted questions down yeah just so we can rattle through keep some it really simple yeah keep it casual we can rattle through some simple kind of star wars chat without getting too deep I personally couldn't get too deep, I don't think, talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a lot. I know enough. I know enough to be hosting a podcast about it, but I don't know <laughs> enough to be like hosting anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with I'll ask you boys and then I'll go back to myself. Okay. What is your favourite Star Wars film? Oh Um Do you wanna go first? Oh no, I was gonna ask I was gonna ask Luke to go first on this one. I'll go. I'll, I'll go if you want. Yeah, on, please, please, um, I just think this is the fucking most wor- the worst answer, and also suggests that the peak is, was at the very beginning. But I think it, it's got to be in new, it's got to be in New Hope. I think that's my favourite. <laughs> but I think it's it's because it's the first one, and it's probably the first one I watch. And uh, it's it's also the most accessible because essentially it's just you meet these people and they've got to fly a plane and then they got to go in with this bit. Like as yeah. a kid, that's the most accessible. Um, yeah. that's, a good, that's a good point. My second one is, um, and well, I say second, but up there is uh, the Force Awakens because that is just like the ultimate in like sci- blockbuster sci-fi. I get really I like get you that. know, like in terms of not talking like um, ma- it's mainstream sci-fi. I'm, I'm not yeah. really saying like a you know Blade Runner or whatever might Arrival, be like, stuff like act- that, yeah. yeah, actually like the best. But I think in terms of like bums yeah. on seats blockbuster, it's probably it's like. I think a lot of studios would have been like, let's take that and yeah. just do that because yeah, that was yeah. what we what we wanted. So I think those two are probably my favourite. The buzz around Force Awakens on its like opening weekend was, it was kind huge. of incredible. I, w- I went to go and see it um, on it was the the second night it was um, it was open like a midnight screening, um, and the cinema was 
packed. It was IMAX and Liverpool won, and it was packed, and everyone was like so excited. And someone let out a little yelp when it came up with <laughs> really far, far away. That's sick. And then, like, people were people were cheering and stuff, and it was it, that um, that experience, and also the experience of watching Avengers Endgame. Them, them two experiences at the cinema were quite yeah. similar. Yeah. yeah, in terms of the absolute excitement and joy of just being there with everyone and experiencing something kind of magical at the cinema. Um, but yeah, but, uh, Connor, what, uh, what, what's your favourite? Um, it's hard not. If you asked me when I, my my um, 12-year-old self, I would have probably said something ridiculous like The Phantom Menace just because Darth Maul, <laughs> Darth Maul was the coolest yeah. guy ever. But that was that's only really like 10 minutes of that film. Um, so I think I'd probably have to say Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Is that the third in the prequels trilogy? Oh, which wow. is I know it's a hot take, but then I'm, I'm the lowest of the low when it comes to Star Wars. I do not normally... Um... That, but, Connor, they're also our films. <clears throat> like, we're 23 there. I was just about to say that. They were the ones we grew up with, and that felt like yeah. the ultimate climax to a story you've already been aware of because you've yeah. you've watched... What what became of people like um, Obi Wan and, and Anakin and he beca- him becoming Darth Maul? But yeah. I remember I can still remember seeing that film in the cinema and the hype around it. And I can it, it just I remember it was probably yeah. the first mad blockbuster I saw because of where I lived in Ireland is such a rural town that you don't go into the cinema is like a relatively big deal. I didn't go a lot as a kid. I'm going to see that film knocked me out and then i remember yeah. actually before the most recent star uh, what's it called return of skywalker or something rise of skywalker rise of skywalker connor welcome to the, the star wars special podcast yeah, yeah well to be fair pick pick a word return revenge or saga <laughs> of the and then insert skywalker or space and there you go there's your star wars name generator. the rise imagine if it was the rise, <laughs> rise of, space. of space it's just it's like a pretty <laughs> revenge of space, space. <laughs> but i remember I would be well into that I remember when the most recent one came out. Liam, you were re-watching them in the flat and we watched uh, Revenge of the Sith together. And I, yeah. it, it just kind of brought me back to, because like you said, these were the films we kind of grew up with. It brought back the nostalgia. And don't get me wrong, it's probably not the best. And in fact, it definitely isn't the best. The thing is with that film though, I, I think you can say whatever you want about it, love it or hate it, but it has the best lightsaber duel in that film. I think it's the best across yeah, all of the Star Wars movies. I'd agree with you. I would agree Hands with you. Hands down. Hands down. Anakin and Obi-Wan having yeah. crazy lightsaber duel on like molten lava and it goes on for ages whilst it keeps cutting to Darth Sidious fighting Yoda as well at the same yeah. time. It's like, yeah. like blows it my mind. Good. I, I watched I watched Revenge of the Sith a couple of days ago because I was like, I want to watch my favourite well, Spoiler. <laughs> I want to watch my favourite Star Wars film. <laughs> and um, I want to watch my favourite Star Wars film, then I want to watch the last Star Wars film. Yeah. So I watched that and then I watched Rise today. Um, Luke, you're so, shaking your head. What's your, what's your favourite, Jewel? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Oh no, my battery's at 20%. Sorry, sorry, listeners. It's a bit of admin there. Um, <laughs> my, no, the best Jewel. Okay, I'm going to poo poo that Jewel. Both of those Jewels. And, and I'm, I'm not going to get dead <gasps> serious because I fully think. Like I like that. That's your favorite. Yeah, and and, and that's that sound. Um, firstly, CGI Yoda is a disgrace to the to, to cinema. And, I understand that. I understand and that. secondly, CGI that. lava is a disgrace to cinema. No, they're going to use real totally, lava. No, you can totally, you can totally spend this no, for watching that. No, it looks no, it looks so. dreadful. But I'm going to offer. <laughs> I'm going to offer up an alternative. I'm not Come. a man who just comes around here just blowing down castles. I've got an alternative. If it's not, I've got an al- it's not alternative reality. It's not a Darth Maul duel, mate. It's not all about the prequels. It is the duel <laughs> in... Um, it may be... Um, oh, my God. The Last Jedi with the red get the red people. Um, Ray and Kylo are fighting in um, Snoke's that, lair. That might be the most is, visually stunning scene, to be fair. It's yeah, so that's my favorite one. But um, in terms of probably like I don't know, in terms of I, I do like the uh, I do like the uh, Obi Wan and Anakin one yeah. because it's like got actual gravity. Like this, this, 
this yeah it's got massive gravity and it's like you just know you're like it's coming it's coming when's it coming when's it coming how does it happen because the first time you watch it you don't fully know how obi-wan gets anakin yes. how he chops off his I have the high ground. That is, oh, <laughs> yes, Chris. It's superb, honestly. I so when I rewatched that film, the first half of it I, is honestly garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. It is garbage. It's a garbage film. The first half is uh... terrible. But then, but then Anakin turns dark and he kills them kids, which is really twisted. For, That's one of the know, best scenes in Star Wars history, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's really fucking good, and um, yeah, I'm just, I've already said it. That is my favorite Star Wars film, closely followed by Rogue One and Empire. Oh, Rogue, Rogue One! Oh. Rogue One's a classic. Yeah, I think um, that's that brings us. I think so. I like that you were like called the first half absolutely shit <laughs> because I've just <laughs> because actually, like I in terms of I think. Um, Revenge of the Sith. I was going to say Rise of the Sith. No, Rise, of, <laughs> Rise of Space. Um, oh. I, actually, I, actually, <laughs> I actually think um, Revenge of the Sith is like, is if not top tier, then definitely top middle. Because mm. it is just, it is a, it is a good film. Um, I thought you were about to say for a second that's your least favorite Star Wars. No, no. What I was gonna, one. what I was gonna move on to? <laughs> what I was actually gonna move on, uh, mainly, uh, mainly selfishly, because my battery is running out on twenty yeah. percent. But um, that moves on to like the least favorite. So, w- what would you say there? Oh, I like, I absolutely hated the most recent film, and I mean right? with yeah. Uh, the rise of space or the whatever it is the rise of skywalker yeah 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 rise of skywalker uh, like i went in with very low expectations and normally that only leaves room for improvement but somehow it's like they just i don't know I was, it was just it was just trash like it was everything i hate about life about no about <laughs> um about cookie cutter studio made films that just try and put a little bow on everything when sometimes that's not how stories should be told. And not that I have I will, any... I will cut, I'll, I'm going to cut you off, right? Because the next, uh, the next question is going to be all about The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, yeah. It, because it's a culmination, I thought we'd dedicate a whole category to I that understand. film. Okay. And you can go to town on it. Uh, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> uh, Luke, what is your uh, least favourite Star Wars film? The right answer is Attack of the Clones. It is literally zero redeeming features. The shittest thing I've ever seen with my eyes. It's the worst. That's wrong. It's not. Here's wrong. why. Here's why. There Are is one good Captain part Lewis? in that. No, 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 no. There is one good part in that film. It has one redeeming feature, and that's Count Dooku. He's pretty cool. Come on. Yeah. He's got the little bandy uh, lightsaber. I'm not even, I'm not even sure that he. Yeah. Oh, I, I think he hated it. I, I, I used to like play with my mate Will. We used to do Star Wars uh, jewels with sticks in the garden. And I always used to root through like the bushes to try and find the stick with the perfect curve at the handle <laughs> so I could be kind of cute. That is so good. That is so good. Uh, we used to read, honestly, Star, when I was, if we'd have done this podcast like 15 years ago, I would have been uh, in my element. They would have been very weird uh, though. Well, it would have been weird, but, you know. <laughs> Two eight-year-old boys talk to a teenager. Yes, someone who's legally a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, Attack of the Clones. And I also, I want to live, a, I want to have a little hot take and say that actually Phantom Menace isn't actually that bad. I agree. No, I, agree. I, agree. I also I have agree. a hot take. Is there a hot take category? Because I have a very steamy hot take. No, we can talk about it now. Wherever you like, mate. Okay. Um, here's here's something, and I, if if anyone that listens to this is actually a big Star Wars fan, I am sorry. Please still like me. Please still listen. Oh no, he's not going to say hot takes. Star Wars isn't really good, is he? Oh, no, it's not. I don't think that's a hot take either. Um, <laughs> I think Solo is really good. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's fucking great, mate. I hated it the first time I watched it, and really liked it the second time I watched it. Honestly, so, you know. I, it, it, I don't know. I can't. I don't know how I just keep sticking up for it. 
it's but good. It was kind of like a, a double cross heist western film yeah, in space it's fun. about and probably Darth the Maul's best. Darth Maul's in it, and the best character is in it. It's Han Solo, yeah. and he's played pretty well, even though it wasn't. And Charles you know, Gambino's in it as well. Yes, and they play cards film. or dice, whatever the game is. Yeah, good film. Exactly. Um, yeah, Luke, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars film, hands down. Um, it is the worst. Okay. Never have I ever seen a, a worse film about, you know, space than that one. <laughs> well, well. The Rise of Space. <laughs> it may as the well have been called the Attack of the Space. But, interestingly, when I was a kid, but when I, when you were a kid, you love everything. But when yeah. I was a kid, I loved it. I thought the whole... Uh, the whole bit with the clones, I thought was amazing, but then <laughs> it's not. But when, I was, but like, when I was watching that, I would have been like six years old, so I probably didn't even have a proper concept of the original film. So I was like, mm. "Oh, these clones are so cool!" What, what, what? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. realizing that they're obviously inspired by the stormtroopers from the original, yeah. or they turn into them eventually. Um, we don't know a lot, really. Um, so if there are, uh, yeah, exactly like Connor said, if there are Star Wars, like die-hard Star Wars fans, I I want to apologize. We can only apologize. Yeah, we've we already wanted to put out some beautiful content for May the Fourth because you know for some of you it's it's a religious yeah. day. Crazy, crazy. Would you like? Would you like? Like. Would you like me to give also a hot take? This Please. is something we've we've said on the podcast before, and this is also yeah. this is also going back to the idea that if you're a Star Wars fan. This next sentence, like a, a big Star Wars fan, this next sentence probably isn't going to enamour you to any of us, but particularly me. But Star Wars, Star Wars lads are the biggest wankers in the I world. Agree. I like agree. seriously, the amount of shit they 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 give some of the films just for not doing what they want, as if like yeah. the world fucking revolves around them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a few people though, isn't it? To be fair, the, the ones yeah, yeah, Twitter, oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They have very loud voices, but there aren't many of them. Very loud voices, but very small penises. I'll probably suggest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is, I just want—I just wanted right. to say that. So maybe you should move us on. Cheers to that. No, no. In all fairness, they do—they do have previous for being, you know, quite, quite mean to to, to certain people. Uh, Ryan Johnson, especially. Yeah, Ryan Johnson got um, absolutely chat on for the Last Jedi, which is my favorite. Well, one of my favorite Star Wars films. Um, it, it, I used to say it was my favourite but I feel like I was trying to just be a little bit controversial but it, yeah, I, I, love, I, think I think it's the, the most beautiful looking Star Wars film yeah I agree, I agree. Um, but they, I think the, the Star Wars fanboys they were quite horrible to Kelly Marie Tran who played uh, yeah. Rose, yeah. Um, Rose yeah. they, were, they were to the point where she had to leave social media and I think she was quite badly affected by it so there is a real nasty side, but at the same time, there is quite a nasty side to quite a lot of fanboys and girls from all kind of uh, cult, I guess, uh, film franchises yeah, that's um, fair. and things like that. You'll always get dickheads. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what to talk about next. I don't know if we want to talk about Rise of Skywalker or do we want to talk about our favourite heroes and villains? I'll let you guys sure. choose. Part of me does, but after your quite impassioned speech there about how we shouldn't shit on people in films, maybe I should take it down a notch and calm down. Well, maybe what would be good is, in terms of narrative of the podcast and as an arc, maybe we should come to Rise of Skywalker last. Oh, I don't think we should. Don't end on a bad note. Don't end on a bad note. Let's just talk about it now because there are good elements. And we can talk about the good elements. Um, okay. You know, we'll try really hard, Connor, to find the good elements. I'm sure you can. Um, there are some, yeah, for sure. So obviously, you know, it's the ninth film that's got in the Skywalker saga. It's it was meant to be better than it was. It's <laughs> the culmination of everything. It was meant to be amazing. It was meant to be. I honestly, I was expecting to feel how I felt watching Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I think that... That's that how I, I yeah. wanted to feel. I think that's but, the main reason why people people really reneged against it, because I don't Endgame know, smashed it so film. much. And it is a bad film, don't get... Yeah, it is. But when Endgame does what it does, and genuinely, it 
like it had converted people who were skeptics like me into saying you know what these guys actually are proper visionary filmmakers give them some fucking credit and then comes along you know the original biggest franchise in the world and they absolutely fucking bomb it into the sea instead of landing it nice and perfectly i think the problems are you know there are there are retcons there are shortcuts yeah there are there's there's fan service to the point it's so obvious and so kind of shameless that it is shameful but you know, like the retcons obviously include, you know, the return of Palpatine. You know, I've seen there's a As few a podcasts that like that like to talk about the fact that Palpatine fucks, <laughs> and I can't <laughs> get that out of my head <laughs> yeah. because he has um, a grandchild, Ray. I just think it's, and also they were meant to not, um, they were meant to be not doing a like a. Uh, animated version no that, that's not the correct word a computer generated version oh, yeah. of of Leia they were meant to be using archive footage but there were clearly moments of that film where I don't know if they were maybe written into a corner and they just had to but I don't know I none so. of the Leia stuff worked in that film either but um, Luke what's, what's your thoughts on that film because I know you do often like to see the good things and things that are you know being kind of <laughs> <laughs> you know what came to my head first then is just like Adam Sandler back catalog. I liked it. I liked it. Which I mean, if having said my previous statement about, about Adam Sandler, maybe doesn't do too well for the Star Wars uh, universe. But I thought it was fine. I, there was definitely like whole chunks of like five, ten, fifteen minutes where you were like, "What is this? Like yeah. what? Like what is?" Is someone like, am I watching the wrong thing? And someone's actually just taken out 15 minutes, or they've put in like an outtake, you know what I mean? Like, it's something that shouldn't have been in yeah. the film for the yeah. cinema. Um, but I, there was also bits that I just thought were fucking awesome. A lot of the visuals, like we say, Last Jedi was beautiful, and it absolutely was like probably the most beautiful of all the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that JJ and, and whoever is team behind the CGI do with most of that movie mm-hmm. is just special man it's fucking so good um i, I, think, I, I didn't mind the palpatine bits i, I thought that was all right i just I, it, it was all you, you know if you if you hadn't have gone to if you hadn't have gone two films um in the timeline and seven well six seven films out of timeline after he died you'd be like, oh shit, how sick. But if we, yeah, we've, we've had all the, like, I know it's not in the timeline, but we've had all the prequels. We've had two films that aren't in the saga and we've had two films that are in the saga and not one of them has really mentioned Palpatine, even in passing. No one's even just gone like, fucking hell, remember that mad stuff with that fella? It yeah. just, just ignores it like he's not existed. Yeah. If that hadn't happened, I'd have been like so soaked more than I was. I still thought it was cool, but it felt fan servicey, which is, probably the point like it if it has to yeah. feel cool but also fan service then it is fan service if they've led up to it slightly I, I, I don't know i think you can do fan service in the right way yeah i think like, endgame did it in the right way that's what i mean yeah, I, that, yeah that's yeah. what i mean yeah yeah but um i think where they went wrong with the uh with these sequels i just it didn't seem like it clearly to me didn't seem like they had a plan that's the main uh, issue it seems like they went right jj you can make a film <laughs> then Ryan Johnson, you can make a film, and it was meant to be uh, Chris Terrio. Is that how you yeah. pronounce his name? Um, no, it's no, not Colin, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin yeah, uh, then he was meant to originally uh, make The Rise of Skywalker, or whatever he would have called it. And then uh, last minute creative differences, JJ comes back in, quickly writes scripts, um, retcons quite a lot from The Last Jedi. Um, so it's essentially a sequel to The Force Awakens. And the Last Jedi barely exists in the world of The Rise of Skywalker. And it just feels like, I don't know if they were maybe forced, I don't know if their hand was forced because they didn't have enough time. But then at the same time, when at the start, before The Force Awakens even came out, when they were just speaking about this even being a possibility, why wasn't um, the, the big, big Disney Lucasfilm producers Kathleen Kennedy and others, why weren't they saying, right, we need to pen a story that will span, that will connect to the original films, 
obviously reference some of the prequels because there are still a lot of people who love them films Mm -hmm. but it will also have a nice kind of linear connected story that will go through each of the three films yeah yeah but it doesn't seem it seems like they got way too excited with bringing back all of the originals cast which i I guess you would because i think it was quite special for a lot of people to see you know mark hamill harrison ford carrie fisher and uh chewbacca i can't remember the the, the, the lovely man's name who passed away, um, oh, who yeah. played Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see them all back in The Force Awakens, but it, yeah, it just seemed to me that they got maybe a little bit carried away with the excitement. They just thought, right, we'll write a boss-ass film in the, in, in the, the shape of The Force Awakens, uh-huh. and then we'll see, how it, and we'll see what happens. But for me, a film like Star Wars, franchise like Star Wars, which is one of, if not the biggest film franchise in the world, why wouldn't they have had a plan? I, 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 I can't quite... It almost seems like, even if they did have a plan, maybe by using different filmmakers, it ultimately just doesn't... It just doesn't work, you know? Because not only not only did each filmmaker, you know, you want to tell a story that you connect with, and Star Wars is so big that, you know, I, I would struggle to name somebody who hasn't even heard of it. Yeah, that it's touched so many people's lives that you want to put your own imprint on it. And I think when you have really, really visionary filmmakers like like Ryan Johnson in the middle of a saga, it could, you know, swing it in different ways. And having someone on either side to not only start the story but end the story, and someone in the middle, it just does. Even that, in in a nutshell, the person in the middle essentially is connecting to the, or the same person's beginning and end. And do you know what I mean? And that just does not make sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense. And I almost think, and this is how I've thought about it for a while, in a weird way, I think that if there's three parallel universes out there, you've got three different <laughs> trilogies that follow yeah. the line yeah. of each of the films. So yeah. like, I think you, and I think you could have had three successful trilogies, one with Ryan Johnson, all right, and then you've got two films by J.J. Abrams, but it's not like they're even necessarily connected. Like, yes. it just looks similar because they look cool for the way, like, the way he makes films. But yeah. there's almost, like, three different timelines where you've got, like, yeah. three really solid... Like, cause, I mean, if you'd have mentioned Palpatine in one, brought him back at the end of two and then had him in three, yeah. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be golden. If you hadn't done any of that, you'd have been golden. So it's, yeah, they fucked it a bit. Yeah. I don't want to say... Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, I was going to say, I don't want to stay on this for too long, but ultimately why I why I did not like this film a lot is because even though my interest in films like Star Wars has waned a lot over the years, going to see Solo a couple of years back, I still had goosebumps, you know what I mean? And I, I was, I'm, I'm sceptical about all these big franchise movies, but it still got that nostalgic goosebump kick out of me. And then watching Sky, Rise of Skywalker, I just felt it just didn't feel like anything. It felt like an advert it's, more to me than a. It's well, like there was, the potential was still there when you saw yeah. Solo, and then yeah. it just didn't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's quickly just we'll, we'll go round we'll go round the table. Connor, what is is there is there a, uh, maybe a good bit of the film that you like? Uh, uh, something that sticks out in your mind that you quite enjoyed? <laughs> um, Nah, um, <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you started with me because I am incredibly negative on, and I have only watched it once. And I was planning on watching it before this, but other films that suit my taste came up. Um, That's really damning of the whole this whole entire podcast. It, no, not the podcast. Just the, just this this particular movie. Um, off the top of my head, not not really. I do like. I kind of. I will admit, I do. I do like the J.J. Abrams aesthetic. You know what I mean? Even though it does yeah. fit the Star Wars universe, like it has to fit within the formula, you can tell it's a J.J. Abrams film, yeah. which is a credit to him as a filmmaker. And and that's gorgeous. I, I would like to quickly go through a couple of really good points that I like about the film. Um, there's one moment that actually genuinely gave me goosebumps in the cinema and actually gave me goosebumps this morning when I rewatched it. And it's the moment where um, it's near the end where there is a big space battle and um, they're kind of getting overpowered by um, Palpatine's uh, star fleet. And then it was this massive fleet come in and the Star Wars theme tune, the main Star Wars theme tune kicks in. 
as they all come in and then Lando um, Carretti and I think that's how you pronounce his name yeah. um, is, is in the Millennium Falcon with Chewie and he's laughing and he's smiling and he's like see I told you and it's like everyone's there and it's really joyful and, and sweet and also I really like the very tiny but very in my opinion quite well done um, Ben Solo redemption that they did in about 20 minutes I think the fact that like it was Leia, his mum, was kind of almost keeping part, a little part of herself alive so she could maybe, like, give some... I, how I perceived it, she was kind of transmitting, like, positive force energy or something. Or mm, something. Good yeah, vibes. I think it was. Good oh, vibes. Good vibes on, onto her son for him to kind of see the way and come good. Oh, also, the moment between him and when he um, sees his dad, uh, Han Solo, is really, really sweet as well because he then says the same line that he says in The Force Awakens before he kills him. But obviously, it's a completely different context uh, where he says, um, I know what I have to do, but I don't think I have the strength to do it. Yeah. And yeah, I, that actually gave me goosebumps as well. So we have shot on the film, but there are actually a lot of moments in the film that I really, really like. A lot of moments that are fucking ridiculous and kind of stupid. But there are a lot of brilliant moments yeah. as well that still, for me, just about bring it back to a three-star film. Luke, quickly, do you have any do you, do you have any moments that really stand out for you in that film? The bit that you said about the uh, with the fleet um, was very portals to your left on uh, Endgame, yeah. which is like you know it, it's great. It, it was awesome. Um, not re- not really. I mean, it's it's hard, isn't it? It's, yeah. I think I saw, it, on I saw it a couple ones. of times at the cinema. Like I, I liked, I did, I did like it. I think, yeah. but I just think it, even uh, Last Jedi has quite iconic things. I suppose the red planet and uh, sorry, the uh, the mining planet um, that you know, you remember that you know you know that, mm. um, and I just think it maybe didn't quite have that to it. But nah, mm. I just thought the whole film it was un, it was really good if unremarkable in. 20 years time yeah, when you're yeah. actually picking Star Wars moments yeah yeah yeah. it's a shame really that something that is a combination of 40 years worth of you know mega mega massive well known and loved films is kind of disappointing yeah. but anyway I digress we'll quickly go through a couple more points that I'd like to cover just because I know that Luke's phone is about to die yeah um, so it's my laptop that to happen <laughs> through then. Um, so who is your favourite Star Wars villain? And if it isn't Darth Vader, what's wrong with you? Can't it, go first. <laughs> you know who I really like? I really like the guy that Paul Bettany plays in that incredible film Solo. Um, oh, yeah. He's he pretty cool. He has a cool, cool little like, sw- like blade thing. It's little cool. Count Dooku kind of sw- like curled knife, maybe? No, it is. It's, oh. 100%, it's 100% Darth Vader. He's, he's like Jaws if Jaws was a person. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. Thumbs up. Luke? Um, it is Kylo Ren because I think he's the best buddy, including Darth Vader. I just think he's more, he, he's really interesting. I think you have to go from, he isn't, yeah. You're, you, you yeah, have to right. go from A to, not B, but Zed? sixth film, yeah, <laughs> whatever, yeah. Um, you have to go all through that to get quite a lot out of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of think like he hasn't got, the redemption comes, like you said about about, think, uh, about Ben Solo. To be fair, the redemption comes in like the last like half an hour, twenty minutes. Like it doesn't come at any other point. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think he's so conflicted. Kylo Ren is like incredibly conflicted. And considering that 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 trilogy gets like a, uh, a big big ups and downs from different fans and, and fans of film and fans of Star Wars, the like the actual. I think if you look at it, the actual consistency in the whole of them three films is what Adam Driver does regardless of what the yeah. actual the uh, what yeah. he's given to he's work He's a great off. actor as well. Yeah, Adam awesome. Driver might be the best thing about the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, he's, probably. probably he's, is, yeah. he's absolute all into that film. And yeah, the yeah. moment I think the moment that he turns good as well, like just that little expressions on his face, everything's changed. He's in a proper fair, actor, you know, isn't he? He is a proper actor. He now, when he turns good, it's funny that he, he smiles for some reason. <laughs> He uh, he wears he wears a jumper because apparently that's good. That's what he wears. That he's good. He's a jumper. Good guy so, jumper. I guess. Good guy jumper. I love that. I just love that. It's like right. What can we get? What can we 
putting up, putting in, making so everyone knows he's H and M's finest. H and M's finest jumper, beautiful. Uh, yeah, I know. I love I love Kylo Ren as a character. To be fair, I, I wish that he hadn't have died. Actually, I, I wish they'd have they'd have kept him alive. I I don't like this obsession with a bad guy having a redemption then automatically has to die. Yeah, I, I'd like to see a film, you know, have the balls to maybe try and keep them alive and see what they would do and just you know you can leave it open for interpretation about what they would do with the lives now after that you know i yeah. don't know i i would have liked to, to see him survive not only because he technically is the last skywalker because he's uh leia's son yeah but oh one thing that we have to talk about quickly <laughs> Come is on. The, the end of the rise of skywalker where ray says I'm Ray Skywalker. Do we like it? And if the answer is yes, you're getting kicked out of the chat right now. Um, that, might be, that might be handy for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not care either way. Like it, it's not something where you know. I imagine they they wanted everyone to be like. <gasps> but I was I was just like yeah hey that, that I expected that to happen and it yeah but it's like Ray the Palpatine but then she's also a Skywalker so she is the rise of Skywalker it's just uh. Um, yeah, 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 it's meh. It's very, it's very. Meh. I wanted her to be the bad one, and I wanted Kylo Ren to come good. I think, I, I think, well, two things. That's just because you like him, and second of all, it, uh, it, if anything, and I think Luke, you might have touched on this before, maybe just not on this podcast, but in in life and other podcasts, apathy and indifference is almost worse than hating something and th- something yeah. being awful. And like I said, it, it was like. It was like having reverse goosebumps when that happened. I almost just felt shame, you know. Um, <laughs> and I've written some shite in my life, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, quickly, favorite hero, Connor. Ooh. Um, Han Solo, because Luke got the first question right. He's the coolest dude, and we should all hang out with him. I cool. think, and he's probably. a guy from Blade Runner. <laughs> Yeah, that might be. And he's right. Indiana Jones. He's Indiana he Jones. Is. He is. Um, I think maybe that. I think. I think the the Star Wars films. I know it's about Luke Skywalker, and it's gone on for nine, well, six, but nine films about Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker is probably the definitely not worst, and not apathetical in the way that I agree with Connor is, but just like it's not really about him, is it? Yeah. Like when you get a curry, it's not really about the chicken or the prawn. It's about the thing that you put with it to make it the whole That's combo. So it's, about, it's about it's about the sauce. That's it's so about the, beautiful. It's about the sauce. It's about the sauce. So I think I think Luke Skywalker, although he's fine, he's not great. I like I like um, Padme um, and that. She seems like she's she's like a she's a sound not, not ruler but queen or princess, yeah. isn't she? And. Uh, and I just think she sounds so maybe go with her. But Leia's pretty only cool. Too. Yeah, yeah. Mine mine's Jar Jar Binks. Oh man, and no, this not really. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It definitely isn't Jar Jar Binks. It, it, no, it would honestly probably be either Obi Wan Kenobi, um, Hugh McGregor's Obi Wan Kenobi, um, or or Princess Leia from the, the originals. Yeah. The original trilogy yeah, um, because she is badass mm-hmm. and she's quite attractive and uh, she's she, she, and she, she actually like she's boss like she gets stuff done you know yeah. I mean? and Obi-Wan Hugh McGregor's Obi-Wan is is super there's a reason why they are wanting to do a uh, a TV show with him at the helm because he was the best thing about the prequels uh, there's no doubt about it mm-hmm. um before Luke's phone dies, one final point or question, kind of. Um, can you think of your favourite Star Wars-related childhood moment? Something that sticks out in your head when you were a little kid watching Star Wars. Something you'd done, maybe a game you played, Star Wars-related. Luke, can I you probably, think of anything? I probably can. Um, I've got two, actually, that are like just memory-related, but about probably definitely direct me in the way of um being a non-weapon star wars fan um two things the first one was the uh, game of um phantom menace had on playstation one oh, um, yeah. and just generally just i remember being at a bit i had it chipped 
which I don't know if that means anything to you, but I chips had, as in no, like... Oh, I had the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had, I had our PlayStation chips, so it was just jarred games, basically. And um, there was, I remember I had to get another copy of the game because it kept crashing at a particular part of the game. Um, so we got, I mean, that just shows you just spend money on the actual art, I guess. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we still didn't. We just got another jog version. Um, but yeah, that. And then also, I used to have this file of facts thing that used to get when you were younger from like the school library. And it had little booklets of on each character. Mm-hmm. On each, oh, and I, had, like, I only had like three or four of them. And they were like yeah. tiny little things like that. I mean, like, you can't see because it's a video, but... Um, not very big books, and they you collect them all, and that's what I remember. So that's cool. That's, that's really yeah, cool. it was awesome. Yeah, and I think I, I became slightly obsessed at the time with Star Wars, but I think it's one of the things where, like, when you become obsessed with football initially, it's because you've got something to actually do. Yeah. And so I, and then I grew to love the actual films and the actual universe separately. Connor, um, I have moved house a lot as as a as a young twenty three year old man, and the first house I lived in with my mum was in a place called Cammon Park in Ballycastle. And I remember I remember one time, I think my mum might have been gardening or something, or she was like, I think she was digging something up to move something, to plant some stuff for our garden. And while she was digging it up, she found like an old tin, like a biscuit tin or something. And in the tin was, you know, the speeder that Luke has in, in Star Wars. Not the real size one, but a toy, obviously. It wasn't a massive some, celebration a massive, tin. massive tin. <laughs> But it was all it was all like dusty and covered in mud and dirt and stuff and we spent like an hour cleaning it and then it was my favourite toy in my childhood. And that's my favourite Star Wars movie. That's so sick that. That's so cool. I have a couple. Um so after I went to go and see uh, Revenge of the Sith on like opening night when mm-hmm. I was a wee little eight year old child. And on the on the car journey back I was with my mate, um Scott and obviously my parents took us and um, I was like so wanting to be force sensitive I was like trying to use the force I was like going with my hands like, like trying to move stuff the cars are moving the cars yeah, are moving I was trying to and um, we were going across uh, we were coming into Ellesmere and where I live and I like looked at this sign and I put my hand out and I like concentrated on it and I went and then the, the, the sign started flashing and uh, I was like, oh my God, that's absolutely incredible. But no, obviously it was one of those, if you drive it with 30 miles an hour, the light goes. I thought I turned it on with my force. <laughs> that is so sick. That, I, that is so hilarious, but also so like, so it's good. It's sweet. That's such really a sweet. good me- That's such a good memory, that. Yeah. I, always, honestly, I, I always remember that. I don't know why. Um, another one was after when I was when I was a little kid and I was a massive uh, Star Wars geek. Uh, I got this massive book of like Star Wars artwork for Christmas, oh, and it was incredible. Wow. The book was like maybe like three or four inches thick. It was huge, and it was all the artwork from the original films. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd actually got the book before I started watching um, the films. Um, I don't know what that knocking is. Yeah, I can't tell. It's, it. someone, it's, it's my house or my, your house. Or... It's someone in my garden. I opened oh, my okay. window and um, it got really fucking warm uh, and then it just <laughs> fucked me, didn't it? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I had this really this really thick um, artwork book and it was of the original films. And That's so That cool. kind of made me want to go back and watch them. And uh, yeah, I mean, awesome. I know we've shot on Rise of Skywalker a lot, but there are a lot of nice memories that we have for Star Wars yeah. when we were kids. Massively. So I think like it will always have quite an important uh, part, play an important part of our lives, I guess, or has done anyway. So, you know. We know. I'm very conscious, Luke, that your phone is going to die. So, unless anyone has any other Star Wars related chat that they want to quickly uh, talk about, does anyone no. have any points they'd like to say? Just really, really. Do you want to say anything more negative about Rise of Skywalker? No, no, I don't want to be that guy. I, I, I mean, I am that guy on this podcast, <laughs> but uh, I don't want to be I, more of that guy. I want to just say that I really like it, and I think it's great. I might. That's, you all, know what? that's it. I still want to watch it again, which in itself is a compliment. Yeah, it's that's my that, positive it's come, on, it's come on Now TV and Disney Plus today. Oh, really? Well, yeah. oh wow. It's interesting. Beautiful. I know that is interesting. All right. Thank you very much, Liam. Okay, so uh, that is the Star Wars chat done. Um, 
Star Wars fans out there, we are sorry if we uh, <laughs> we Lucas, Lucas ended you <laughs> to your beloved films. Uh, we do love them, really, just uh, not the, the the last one. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like so the idea that people. I like the idea that people are going to be get to the end of this podcast and go. Why the fuck have you just done a podcast on Star Wars <laughs> when <laughs> best, best one of you is into it? A real like, fan. <laughs> yeah, but there we are. It's all right, isn't it? It's what we do. It's fine. If you wait till we do MCU, we'll be loving oh, yeah. every single yeah, moment that's true. of it. That's true. Um, so, yeah, speaking of MCU, we actually are going to uh, cover that soon. We, I'm not going to say when we're going to do the next podcast because I don't know when we're going to do the next and podcast. And we always change be... our minds on what we're going to cover. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll, be within a, it'll be within a week or so. Or and it might, it might be, be about films. Or so. And it might be about films. Um, it might be about the MCU. I personally would love to do Harry Potter. Um, I think that would be well fun. Um, but I hear you. you can shit on some of that as well because uh, the fuck never. I will fight. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never. I mean. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. right. Um, yeah, on that note, um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at First Take Pod. Please, 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 if you want to give us some hate because we we shout on your beloved Star Wars films, then you can just uh, direct your messages to Connor Norcott. <laughs> uh, he will deal with everyone. He loves confrontation, does yep. Connor. So he will have a lovely chat with you and tell you why uh, Star Wars right. is one of the worst uh, <laughs> franchises in the world. Um, thank you, boys. I uh, really appreciate that. It was nice and fun. I've got to go and do a, uh, a family quiz now, which I'm really not mm. looking forward to. So, um, bye-bye. Thanks See a lot, you. mate. See you later. <laughs> bye, guys.